Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan Alugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here today. Tuesday, February 27th, Jaguars Combine Press Conference. It is in the books. I've got some instant reactions. Doug Peterson and Trent Baalke both just met with the media, right? So look, Doug Peterson, he met with the media first. We're going to talk about what he had to say. He talked about the background of success with the new defensive staff, some of the familiarity those guys had with Ryan Nielsen. He's really excited about those guys. Um, and what stood out to about some of the college coaches, you know, Jeremy Garrett, the defensive line coach from Auburn that they brought in to be their defensive line coach. He said in their meeting, it was about confidence and attention to detail, which that's kind of how Doug Peterson views himself uh, as a coach, very confident and very, very detail oriented. I think Ryan Nielsen is the same way, but yeah, I I think Jeremy Garrett's a rising star from everything I've seen um, in the coaching community. And I think that He played for Ryan Nielsen at Ole Miss. He's had a lot of good jobs, done a lot of really good things, both at Auburn, Liberty. He also does have some experience in the NFL. So I think Jeremy Garrett is on the rise. Talked about Matt House, you know, the inside linebackers coach who did happen to be the defensive coordinator for Josh Allen at Kentucky, but he has experience in the NFL being a linebackers coach for the Chiefs, won a Super Bowl in Kansas City with them. So I think he's really excited, Doug Peterson is, about the new defensive staff, about Ryan Nielsen. Um, Talking about Trevor Lawrence, he says, we do have the right quarterback, excited for the future with Trevor. He's excited as well, talking about Trevor Lawrence. Um, He says, I just know that our guy is the right guy, the right demeanor, the right leadership. Uh, I think all of that's true. Uh, They said that they want Trevor Lawrence to continue to grow in the scheme and continue to build the offensive scheme more around him. Also talked about game management a little bit. He wants wants him to grow there. For me, the game management, it's on the whole team. Yeah, like Trevor Lawrence made some mistakes in big spots, but that was usually after the team started imploding around him and he, he started trying to play a little bit of hero ball, starting to feel like he had to put the team on his back. And uh, so I think they need to help Trevor Lawrence more. I think the coaches and the players both need to help their quarterback more. And yes, he does need to grow going into year four here. Uh, did not mention the turnovers. Doug Peterson did not this time. Interesting after he kind of harped on that during the end-of-season press conference. Not going to dive too deep into that, but you can probably figure that one out. On the offensive line evaluation, Doug Peterson, he was asked by Mia O'Brien, who did a great job today, where does the offensive line need to improve? Is it personnel? Is it scheme? Doug Peterson responded, yes. And for me, uh, that's a good sign because, to me, shows that they know they need to get better personnel, which they kind of evaded that question. Both of them did, Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson, earlier on. This offseason kind of just saying that uh, they, they need to do a better job with the scheme, things like that, which is true, certainly. But acknowledging that personnel needs to be better, I think, is a step in the right direction. He also said that the left side of the offensive line didn't have any continuity last year, and he's absolutely correct about that. Uh, Cam Robinson missed half the season. Walker Little missed time, battled through injury. Ezra Cleveland missed time, battled through injury. Uh, so he's right about that. And, and the key there 
is not letting that thought get in the way of improving scheme, coaching, teaching, and the personnel on this offensive line, and especially at center, in my opinion. Uh, Talking about free agents on the roster, Doug Peterson was. He said, we want to sign them all back that we can. Would love to get Calvin back if possible. He said that he adds an element of speed down the field and that he and Trevor got a lot more comfortable with each other um, down the stretch this this past season. Overall, I don't think Doug Peterson said anything surprising at all, which is unsurprising. You know, to me, uh, when it comes to these offseason press conferences, actions speak much louder than words. I think that we are going to see actions in the next few weeks, right? Josh Allen, what are they going to do with that? Calvin Ridley, how are they going to handle that situation? Other impending free agents on the team, incoming free agents, roster cuts, all that stuff, you're going to see action over the next couple weeks. And I think that's going to speak a lot louder than anything that a coach has to say at the uh, NFL Combine here. And and for me, then, after all that stuff happens, then the draft uh, really puts the picture into focus onto what this team is going to look like in 2024. We'll see how all that plays out. And then Trent Baalke, he spoke to the media right after Doug Peterson did, um, said regarding, you know, the cap growing to the number that it did, you know, over $255 million. He has no feeling one way or the other on that. He said it doesn't really help the Jaguars more or hurt the Jaguars more because everybody has kind of a level playing field in that regard, he said. If I was him, I'd be a little excited. You know, it grew more than expected. So does that help the Jaguars potentially do more? Yes. Does it give them an advantage? No. But does it help them? Yes. Uh, It does help them in terms of retaining free agents, which they said they want to get all their guys back if they could, right? He said ongoing discussions with Josh Allen's agent. Uh, Another meeting later today said they're working diligently with his agent to try to get a deal done. Maybe he should have been working diligently with the agent a little bit sooner than he was, but it is what it is there. Um, talking about Calvin Ridley said, we're not concerned whether it's the second or third round pick. We're more focused on the player. I think that's interesting. I mean, I'd be pretty concerned whether it's the second or third round pick. If, if I'm Trent Balky, right? I know that you're, if it's a second, you're going to have two third round picks, but I think you'd rather have a second and a third than two third round picks and no second. Right? So, I think that was a little bit of a, a little bit of a lie by Trent Baalke, straight up. I don't know how you could sit there and not be focused on what what type of draft capital you're giving up for a player next year. He said our focus is just on getting deals done. Um, talking about his relationship with Doug Peterson, said we are very much on the same page with that relationship. They work hard to maintain it. He said, "Do I believe that?" Again, no, I don't really. On Cam Robinson says, I don't know where the ambiguity is coming from. The expectation is that he will be back. He is under contract. And that's not shocking to me. Like they've always shown that they value Cam Robinson. So maybe he is back at left tackle. And I don't have any problem with that. For me, I would want it to be um, on a little bit of a reworked deal, save a little bit against the cap so you can have some more flexibility and maneuverability. But Cam Robinson, as I've said on this channel, He is a top seven pass protecting tackle in this league over the last couple years. Yes, he's missed time. Uh, Most of that has been due to suspension, but yeah, there have been some injuries as well. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. 
It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That's why you have Anton Harrison. That's why you have Walker Little. You need three, right? So I would not have a big issue at all with them running it back with Cam Robinson, even though I know there's an argument against it. And I understand the argument. I don't think either way is necessarily the right or wrong move. But for me, when you're talking about protecting the investment in Trevor Lawrence, Cam Robinson does give you a really good way to do that at left tackle. And again, you need three. Um, On cornerback, he says, we've got to add to the group. He said, who is the third cornerback, right? He says it's a really strong draft at the corner position, top to bottom, likes what you can do early, likes what you can do late at that position. I agree with him. I like this cornerback class a lot. I think that they are going to take one early in all likelihood. They're going to probably take a guy that can run some more press man coverage, fits that mold a little bit more. That's what Ryan Nielsen likes to do as the defensive coordinator. I uh, thought it was funny. He was asked about Jim Harbaugh a couple times, kept it brief, uh, was asked about him coming back in the league. He was very complimentary. He said, you know, excited for him, happy he got this opportunity, whatever. Uh, talked about positional value early on in the draft. Says it's really all about if it's a good player, right? You can debate positional value all day, but you just don't pass on good players. I tend to agree with him. If you've got a player in a tier above, like a center, for example, if you have a center, a tier above, a cornerback, you don't take the cornerback. You take the player that is in a tier above. You take the best players available on the board. You don't reach, right? And that is just an example, of course. I'm not saying that the Jaguars value Jackson Powers Johnson more than any corner or Zach Frazier or Graham Barton, whoever it may be. I'm just talking generally speaking. Um, On Ezra Cleveland, they are meeting with his agent later this week. He says, we traded for him for a reason. We think he is an awfully good football player. would like to have him back, work something out with Ezra Cleveland so he could be back at left guard as well. On physicality, like, are guys born with it? How does that come about? He says guys with physicality are born with it. They're usually just wired different. I think, to me, that question was really more about did the guys you drafted on the offensive line, do they have enough physicality And if they don't, is that a coaching problem or is that an evaluation problem? And in my opinion, he actually kind of suggested that maybe the physicality is about the drafting more than the coaching. I don't know if he intentionally said that or if that was the intention of the question, but to me, that's how I read it. Uh, Asked about Trayvon Walker, says he's really just scratching the surface as a player. I totally agree. He took a very nice step forward in 2023 as a finisher um, on pass rush downs. Needs to be more consistent down to down in his pass rush win rate. You know, getting early wins as a pass rusher needs to continue to grow in that regard, but certainly took a nice step forward. Uh, A hard worker, a guy I really like. So excited to see what Trayvon Walker does in the future. He was asked about Press Taylor, said he's growing as a play caller. There is a natural maturation to that. Said he trusts in anything Doug Peterson decides to do with the coaching staff. All that stuff is up to Doug Peterson. Not exactly an endorsement of Press Taylor there, right? Didn't 
throw him under the bus or anything in that in that statement, but just saying he's growing as a play caller and there's a natural maturation to that and keeping it at that, to me, that's that's not an endorsement. That's I would like to say something else, but I'm not going to because I shouldn't. Uh, my thing is, though, with Trent Baalke, I just don't really believe anything he says. It is what it is at this point. I've told you all many times, I don't think Trent Baalke is the guy to lead the Jaguars to, to new heights, um, to lead the Jaguars past where they've ever been. Could he get lucky? Yes, he has gotten lucky with some things that have happened during his time as Jaguars GM. Landing Trevor Lawrence was very lucky. Is it possible that Trevor Lawrence could put the team on his back the same way he did in 2022 if he's fully healthy in 2024? Yeah, I can absolutely see that. And I mean, he put the team on his back plenty of times early on in the 2023 season as well. So yeah, could could they get lucky and, and win because of Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, they very well could. But do I think he's going to build a real good team around him? I, I have my doubts about that. I think that he can do a decent job um, in terms of drafting in the first round. I think that he can do a decent job of when he's given X amount of money to go get free agents, actually hit on some of those free agents. Yeah, I think he can do that okay. But overall, I just don't think that he has the leadership, the communication, um, the talent evaluation, and the roster-building acumen to be one of the better GMs in the NFL. So that's kind of how I stand on Trent Baalke. My biggest takeaways are that they will probably go get at least one corner early on in this draft. I think he was really glowing about this cornerback class. And again, I agree with him. I think it's a fantastic corner class. And that I think the offensive line is probably going to be mostly the same. Cam Robinson, it sounds like, unless he was just lying through his teeth, which is possible, uh, they're going to try to bring him back or keep him around. Um, Mark Long tweeted out that their plan is keep Cam, keep Brandon Sheriff, and bring in a vet to compete at center. If that's the case, that vet needs to win. I talked about it earlier today. I think center is the Jaguars' biggest need. I think that center is the position where if you changed one starter, from 2023, changed him out for a decent player, an average starter. If it, if it was at center, the Jaguars would have made the playoffs and they would have been a much better football team down the stretch. They simply did not believe that they could protect Trevor Lawrence up the middle. I think that really um, impacted Brandon Sheriff's ability and, and Ezra Cleveland's ability to play efficient football and pass protection because they were so worried about what was going on at center. You saw them just leave assignments way too early to go try to help the center multiple times throughout games, throughout multiple games down the stretch. So I think that if they're just bringing in a center that need, that's going to compete, that, that center better win, and they better hope that that center can win and be better than Luke Fortner unless Luke Fortner takes some sort of miraculous leap forward in year three, which I doubt because he's an older prospect coming in, right? I don't think that he's just going to suddenly turn the corner, become a lot stronger on the football field, understand his assignments a lot more, um, moving forward. Maybe he will, who knows, but uh, that's kind of how I view this press conference, my instant reactions from the Jaguars NFL combine press conference for Doug Peterson and for Trent Balky. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like subscribe, hit that notification bell. Y'all have a good one. Save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.